down. They got you by the short hairs then. You got all this money invested. You think we'd actually let a little fucking Latino piece of shit like you be CEO? Oh, fuck you. Are you crazy? We're going to put Mr. White, Mormon, goody two-shoes, Christopher. He looks more like a CEO anyway. Look at him. He just looks like a little, uh, a little uh, fucking pot washer that they put a suit on. In a case like that, is it it's up to them, or you could say, "Well, we found a CEO that we really like." Who you could yeah, argue but, with yeah. Us. We told him to tell him that six months before, but he wouldn't. It's not likely they'll even let Mark stay with the company. Mm. I told Mark that. The odds are. One in ten, they'll let it ever, even let him stay. And of course, I'm, not, I'm only 95% right. Oh, this is one time I'm going to prove you wrong, man. <laughs> Little skinny fuck. Fine, prove me wrong. I'm the one that lives in the fucking castle. Not you, you little cunt. It ain't, it ain't easy out there. And you said pride is a big enemy. Yeah. I suffer from a lot of things, but you can call me anything. Just give me the fucking money. You're an asshole. You're a spick. You're a this. You know, you're a half-ass Catholic. You call me Jew, even though I'm not a Jew. Call me any. I don't give a fuck what you call me. Just give me the fucking money. But I know, and I've had this conversation with other Muslims, and I'm being racist. You call them those fucking names, they get... You call them, there's no fucking Allah. You know what I mean, don't you? Yep. Insecure. Well, it, well I mean, it, go, it goes back, you know, there's... People have been saying for 800 years there's no fucking Allah. So, I mean, it just, it, they don't like, they don't want to hear that, you know? Now, you tell a Christian there's no Jesus Christ, Nah, depend, you know, so, okay. <laughs> you tell a Muslim there's no fucking Allah, you got a, a horse of a different color, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying, don't yeah, you? Yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah. And so, and I've been there, I've had Muslims sitting in this room, and they're smart guys and gals, you know, uh, but you got to put all that pride aside. I mean, you got a mission. We're going to float this fucking pig. We're going to take it public. We're going to have to throw Pablo out. We're going to cut him, you know, cut him ear to ear and leave him for dead. We're going to put Mr. Clean in. Dead he likes rich. Yeah, yeah, look at him, look at him, look at him. He likes him. He's cut your throat himself. I still get paid and that don't work. Fuck yeah, 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 yeah. See, uh, yeah. He looks and, like he's got an MBA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, and you think I'm joking, but I'm not joking. It's the fucking truth. And the, uh, I, 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 and when I, when I tell, when I tell my young colleagues, mentees, whatever you want to call, and I tell them what's going to happen, they don't want to hear. They, or no, remember I told you earlier. You, they they hear what they want to hear. Remember? Yeah. Well, I've you know I tell these guys five, six, eight, ten, twenty times, and Sally Sally gets embarrassed. She says, "Dan, you told them five times in front of me. How many times have you told them without me sitting here? Twenty. Dan, he doesn't want to hear it. We're talking about 
you build the dream team, yada, yada, uh, you, you want to go public, and the investment bankers say, the founder, you can't be CEO of a public company. That's for the YouTubers. And nobody wants to hear that. I don't care what you say now, nobody wants to hear it. I can tell you right now, Hans doesn't want to hear it. Now, see, my experience with uh, the, the people from Belgium, they're arrogant. Now, I could be wrong. Maybe you're not arrogant. You look arrogant. <laughs> because I'm a fucking winner. That's why. Okay, well, that's it. He is there. I knew it. Good, good. Okay, that's fine. I'm arrogant too. But there's a place for your arrogance. Okay? The place for your arrogance is when you got so much money in your pockets. You can't walk because you're bow-legged, because you got the tape, like a drug dealer. You got a tape to your thighs, you got a tape to your ass, you know. Then you can be arrogant. When you're getting in your private plane, you know, you're going up the steps to your G6, then you can be arrogant. Arrogant and rich. Correct. Correct. He still likes the idea. Look at, look at that. Look at that smile on his face. That's awesome. I get to out outsource my job. Yeah, and, and the, but it's it, it's tough, you know. So when you put all the teams together, you've got the dream team, you've got the accounts, you've got the you've got everybody working on success fees, and then then somebody tells you, "Sorry, kid, you know we thought you'd resign by now, but you're not." So you know, how do we make the transition here? We're getting ready to print up the prospectus. How do we make the transition? You know, who are we going to put in your place? Your name. Happened with Google. Huh? Happened with Google and they were really opposed to it. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. It happens. All the time. All the time. Now, I'm a lot of things, but they don't want to replace me. And um, not because I'm so, well, I am smart, but not because of that, but because the, um, the team all supported me. And we told him that that was going to happen. If we believed that he was the right guy, we would have we would have said, "Fine, he's the right guy." But he didn't even he didn't consult with us. He just pulled the plug 48 hours or 36 hours later. And then I know we weren't going to be repair we weren't going to be able to repair the uh, the, um, the relationship with the investment bank and everybody else, and then the success fee, I mean, all the guys that have done all the work in success fees, who do they look at? They look at me. Pena, you convinced them. You convinced us that this fuckhead was gonna be all right. Now, I, I didn't have to pay all the fees on that deal, but another time I did, many years before, I had a 13 company roll up. What do you mean by roll-up? Roll-up. Consolidation of 13 companies. Okay. okay. Uh, and um, they pulled the plug. And uh, I had to pony up all the fees. I had to pony up all the fees. It was small beer in those days. Uh, it was 500,000 pounds. But uh, small beer means small amount, right? Small beer. Uh, because I personally told everybody, I guaranteed, I don't do that anymore. I learned the hard way. <laughs> I'm not guaranteeing Simon's fees. I fuck that. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, you can chase after him by, uh, in, in the whorehouse in Jakarta, but for leave, you know, I'm not going to guarantee him. But in that case, they made you guarantee, and you. No, they didn't. No, no. At that, I was naive. 
you know, it was uh, 30 years ago, more than 30 years ago, and the first deal I tried to do here. And I, I said, no, no, I'm good for the fees. And when you tell a Rupert Ford Walker, head of corporate finance of, you know, who's a 14th generation Etonian, I'm good for it, that means you're fucking good for it. And I'll never forget one of the guys, we're sitting at the big meeting and there's a bunch of guys, about this many guys, and uh, John, this guy named John says, uh, oh no, Rupert says, I was John's fag at Eaton. And everybody looks around. Now, in England that means one thing. In the rest of the world it means something else. I was John's fag at Eaton. Okay, Eaton, one of the, arguably the most prestigious boys' school on the planet. It's down south in England, uh, and it's been around many, many centuries. And that means that he was junior to John, and he used to get John's cigarettes. Fags. Cigarettes. Okay. That's not how it sounds, though. But now he was senior to John, and he was the big muckety-muck, and John was junior to him. So we got to dinner that night with all these Texas guys, and they, hey, uh, Danny. And I hated being called Danny. Danny says, what's this, what's this horse shit about? He was his fag. They don't remember the eating part or anything else. And I go through the explanation I just gave you. He says, why? Another Texas guy says, why is he bragging about that he was just the guy's fag? I mean, we, what are we missing here, Danny? You know, are we losing something in translation? <laughs> and I say, uh, yeah, you are. It means that he got into cigarettes. And he says, oh, okay. And he's senior to him now, so that means he's surpassed his career-wise. That's exactly what I mean. But they got some different vernacular, you know, they got different words to describe. But the first time I heard it myself, you know, uh, the, uh, it's, it's quite amusing. But the city, in my judgment, is still an old boy network. They say it's not. Old boy meaning I went to school with your brother, you, your dad went to school with my dad, we all went to the same schools, you know. They say it's not, but that's bullshit. It still is. It still is. And uh, there's different firms, you know, uh, that uh, really perpetuate it. Uh, and uh, I happen to be privileged in, uh, in my career to have done business with those firm, older firms. And uh, I got along fine. I used to work. I used to wear a bowler. Why did I wear a bowler? Why do you think I wore a bowler? To, to get the money? I'd do anything to get the fucking money. I used to carry a brawling with an umbrella, and I wore a bowler. This bowler, my, my head must have shrunk, but a bowler and a brawling. And really who I was, was this. <laughs> but they couldn't see past the bowler. As long as it's legal, moral, and ethical, and not breaking any laws, I was there for the money. I wasn't there for anything else. I wasn't there to make friends and want a friend buy a fucking dog. And yet, my other leap is when I was partners with the Kuwaiti government. Uh, I remember one day we did a big fuck up. And I had to come in. This is a true story. You've heard it before. Uh, we released our earnings and our big eight accounting firm changed their opinion, tax opinion. So we went from a seven million gain to a 17 million loss for the six months reporting. 
Big accounting firms never change your opinion. Never, ever, ever. But they did for us. So, I, so the Kuwaiti government owned 29.9% of the, co uh, they, uh, the company. If they had more than 29.9, they would have to make an offering for the whole company because it was more than 30%. So when uh, Sheikh Al-Sabah, uh, I went in to see Sheikh Al-Sabah, I came in like this. Oh, Mr. Pena, it can't be that bad. Stand up. And I told him, he says, stay there. <laughs> he says, we went from, what, 7 to 17, whatever the numbers were? I said, yes. He says, and then how did that happen? He's a very fine guy, very prestigious, very well-educated, nice man, always treated me nice, except for the time he told me to stay down on my knees. Uh, and if I hadn't walked in on my knees, he wouldn't, you know, but I, since I was there, but he, you know, afterwards, you know, we had a cup of tea and he says, and I really, it loosened the moment. Self-deprecation. Most of you can't do self-deprecation because you got no self-esteem. Hans wouldn't crawl in on his fucking knees. I can guarantee you that. Right, Hans? Don't bullshit me, you arrogant fuck. But I did, and so I lessened the, the, the pressure. And that's what you got to do. Because all I want is the money. I want it legally. But, you know, you know, uh, we made a big Our accountants made a big fucking mistake. And fortunately, then I went out, and I, uh, it actually was the best thing that ever happened. Because it prompted me to make fucking acquisitions like a motherfucker. How did they and they forgot that mistake by the time I made 11 or 12 acquisitions. How did that Stock help? was up like, no, because the, it gave me the incentive. We had this three-year plan. We were going to make an acquisition every two months. I did all the three-year acquisitions in seven months. So it gave me the incentive. You better get to the fucking whip, Dan. You better get to the whip. You better make these acquisitions quick. So I ran around and made the acquisition quick. Our share price went up like a rocking rocket. And everybody was fucking happy as Larry again. But if that hadn't happened, I would have I would I would have been like uh, like a Brit. I would have taken my time, gone to the club, you know. I don't belong to uh, Oxford Club. I had friends there. I, I don't belong, obviously. You know, the Cambridge Club, have a drink, you know. But it forced me to get more focused. What happened regarding the game, and that's why it's changed. You because they changed the tax. They retrospectively changed the tax law in the United States, which they very seldom do, but they did, and we happened to be at the printer, and, uh, and, uh, they, uh, and we actually had mailed some of the prospectuses out the reports, the accounts, and so. What did the accountants have to say for themselves? They, uh, uh, they made a bunch of excuses. What else, the British, you know, what else are they gonna do? They had some shithead solicitor like you come in and try to explain to me that it was okay. Fuck you, you moron. Get out of my office. So how many acquisitions in seven months? Eleven, did you say? Yeah, eleven or twelve, yeah. Is that still possible? Yeah, okay, sure it is. You said that it was sometimes it take longer now because of the... No, but we had a three-year plan because the shareholders don't want to hear seven acquisitions in three months. They want to hear a three-year plan, well thought out, implemented, executed. And with our dream team, we know how to do that. But also, our draft share price dropped 40 fucking percent in one, you know, in two days. Jeez. Well, scrap that fucking plan. The fog of war. That's why I don't like the long-term plans, because as soon as the first bullets fired, 
Everything changes. Everything changes. And so it's like, you know, when we started, we were an exploration company. We drilled 22 dry holes. Next, we're an acquisition company. <laughs> you know, I, I, th I thought that only tax shelters drill dry holes so they could have tax losses. I didn't realize real exploration companies drill dry holes. <laughs> 22 dry holes, and I said, fuck this. I mean, I mean, we only got enough money to drill another 50, 60 dry holes. And Dry Hole Dyke told me, he said, uh, Dan, uh, you know, we got to drill our way out. Exploration is always said, we got to drill our way out of this program, problem. Bullshit, you got to drill. We're changing. We're going to buy. It's easier to buy grease, and that's what they used to call it. It's easier to buy revenue than create it. Full stop. Stop. Any questions about anything we've covered? And when you're, when, you're, when you're out there, this is a good thing to end on for the YouTubers. It doesn't matter what the morons say. Like in Evita, Eva Peron said, when, you know, it doesn't matter what the morons say. You're going to come up against a lot of conventional wisdom. You're going to come up against a lot of people that say you can't do it. You're going to come up against a lot of people that are saying you're delusional. Like I read those, those texts and emails from that young kid that his father said, you know, super wealth isn't for you, you know. You're going to come up against a lot of that. And um, you need to be focused enough, passionate enough, and believe in, in yourself enough to translate that passion and that belief into your dream team so they support you and move forward no matter what. And uh, the... Uh, and, and there's some big speed bumps. I mean, when, when uh, Iraq invaded Kuwait, that was a big fucking speed bump for me. Um, and the, uh, which I've written about, which I'm not going to elaborate again, but, you know, and, and when, you, when, you, when you see your net worth evaporating as the ticks go by, I mean, it's, it's a uh, sobering event. It's not the end of the world. And uh, if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't be here with you melon heads or be telling the, the fucking YouTubers. Um, okay, if there's no questions, thank you very much. Did you have a question? No. Okay, good night. Thank you.